0: Hello and welcome to the Community Church Podcast, where we want to equip and empower people for life together with Jesus. On this podcast, we'll be talking with lots of different people from all walks of life to help us in our discipleship to him. We hope you enjoy this episode. We have such a special treat for you today. Um, You are going to listen to a conversation with the living legend that is Jeremy Davies, who uh, leads a church uh, together with his wife Kate down in Caffili called Love Caffili Church. And and this church is... uh, such a good church at just doing that at loving its town at loving its its area and uh you'll you'll hear stories in this podcast where um you th- you might think oh we could do that <laughs> uh, where they come to bring the transformational love of jesus christ into that town just through really practical means so uh we hope that you enjoy this conversation and uh, check out everything that these guys are doing because uh, they really are superstars. So uh, we hope that you enjoy. So Jez, thank you so much for joining with us, uh, it's uh, Jeremy Davey, you can see it on his thing if you're watching or if you're listening, it's just Jeremy Davey, but he's known to everyone as Jez, we love Jez, he's the life and soul Sorry. of the party, if you do oh. go to a party with him, um, and uh, he has a, a awesome smile as well, he does. so Jez is from Kefili, um in South Wales, and uh, it's really great to have you here, Jez, uh, because uh, we love you to pieces. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> and do. And <laughs> we know that God has been using you and the church that you're a part of to do amazing things. And so uh, we just really want to hear all about that, uh, really. But I think, uh, Dave, you just want to kick us off, then.
1: I, I did, because as I was looking, I thought, I wonder, there must be a problem with you at the moment, with, with meeting, in that you can't, you can't meet, like many churches. And then I, I thought i wonder where they do meet and i went and fa- i thought this is something that is definitely designed to stop any english person finding it because you couldn't oh. wind down your window and say do you know the way to uh, is gold or something so <laughs> so there you go but just for kate there is some person who speaks yeah i can't even try to speak in welsh so yeah. so tell us a little bit about that that formation of the church and where what yeah. you're doing i know it goes the story goes back to 2013 but our folks probably don't know about yeah. the planting out of All Nations Church. So can you tell us a bit about that? Yes. And they definitely mention how you're supposed to mention where you're how you <laughs> yeah. supposed to say where you do. Yeah.
2: Meet? yeah, well, it was it was even more when you are actually leading a church and you yourself struggle to pronounce <laughs> the venue that you meet in. That is a struggle don't tell the guys around here but i'm english myself so I've been, <laughs> I've been in wales for about 10 years now or 10 well no longer than that 14 years and i still struggle to you know read the signs and things but, but don't tell the guys around here that okay uh, so kafili so yeah i mean um, me and my wife kate we were part of all nations church in cardiff uh, for many years um there had always been a lot of prophetic word over the, the town and, uh, of, and the county of Caerphilly And there had always always been a, a home group and a house group that had, had met here for 20-odd years, I think. Um, and me and my wife, we moved here in 2009 when we got married. Um, and we simply decided that we would start doing some, you know David, used to do kids ministry. No, really so, so we, you know, that's one of the things that we kind of know how to do, if you like. So we decided that we were going to start doing a kids club that would reach out to children and families with the gospel. Um, and there's loads of stories to it. I'll share one of them briefly with you. But, um, you know, we prayed, Lord, would you like us to reach out in this area? And the next day, our neighbor knocked on the door, an uh, uh, elderly lady and uh, she gave us a set of keys and she did not know that we'd been praying or talking about doing something she gave us a set of keys to a church building and she said listen if you decided because she knew I did a bit of youth work in different things she said if you decided you wanted to do some outreach with the kids in the local area or anything you can use our building anytime you want and she Fantastic. Said, um, and you know I, I think one of the lessons we've learned over the years is God will always provide whatever yeah. yes need if he's calling you to do something so we started doing this kids ministry uh and it just really took off i mean me and my wife kate we've done this stuff all over the place you know uh but here there was just a grace for it though it was you know the the kids would come in it wasn't necessarily loads of numbers but it was just a sense that you know we were in the right place at the right time doing the right thing you know um and then uh we started doing a lot of prayer on the streets with people um so we would go out onto the streets and we just simply say listen we're christians and we're saying to people if there's anything you want prayer for we can pray for you and we were just we were just amazed at the number of people that were open to simply being prayed for you know Um, you know I, i don't know whether we saw you know incredible miracles happening there and then but it was just a sense that people were really open to the gospel um, and uh, open to talk, you know, and there was a sense really that, you know, God was was doing something. Um, Kate and I, we always knew that God... Wanted to give us something that we would start from nothing, something that would spring up from that we wouldn't necessarily take on a work that had already been established, but we would uh, that God was going to use us in an area where we would see something uh, spring up from the ground, if you like. And I basically prayed to God. I, I said, um, "God, I want to see five people saved and added." You know, you go to these prayer meetings and people are praying for the thousands to come in. Uh, I said, you know, what have, I, what have I got faithful? You know, what, what is it? You know, I prayed to God. I said, God, I want to see five people saved and added to the church. And over the course of six months, we saw those five people added to us. Um, it's different stories. And, and the, the, the house group just grew and grew. Um, you know, we had about 20 of us back then, I think. Uh, and then through conversation with with Kerry and, and the leaders of all nations, uh, it became a point where it was kind of clear that if we were going to see people saved in Kafili, they wouldn't necessarily come. There's a there's a there's a hill, or if you're a, if you're a, a Welshman, you'd say it's a mountain between Cardiff and Kefili. Uh and it became clear that you know we needed to see something established here that we would focus on building the kingdom of God here. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's about you know a, a couple of years in in a nutshell. Um, as to how we got established and how we got started, and we were sent out from All Nations, uh, about 20 of us, few kids, uh, and took it from there, basically. But so that was about that was about 2016 for you. Yeah, that's right, four years. Yeah, so uh, com- coming up to five years, um, and God has just been, He's just been so faithful. Uh, we've seen, we've seen great things happen, you know, and 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 we've grown, and there've been challenges along the way, um, but it's been good. <laughs> i saw
1: um i saw a picture of a sh- in the early days you were um in the early days it's only a few years ago yeah. but you were you were in like a what looked like a shop front on a high street yeah yeah I, yeah it, presumably you were renting that for as your public face yeah
2: yeah that's right so we we started off with this really small little um shop right on the high street and uh we, again, God's favour and his blessing, you know, I mean, we, we got to know the landlord, he was really good to us. Um, they had this cafe next door, um, which was empty. And uh, we chatted to the landlord, we said, listen, how much would it cost for us to knock through this wall to be able to extend this space? because the space wasn't really big enough for us to meet on Sundays or whatever. Um, And he gave us a figure and we thought, there's no way that we can afford this. Uh, So again, we just came to God and said, Lord, if you want us to have it, we'll believe that we'll have it. Anyway, cut a long story short, landlord comes back to us and says, uh, well you can have it for free for the first year <laughs> wow. so he just gave it to what he was going to charge something like 18 grand a year or something and we ended up getting it for free for a whole year you know wow. um, so th- simple things like that where you just think you, you'd never believe that that would happen you know and yet yeah. you look back and you see the favor of god in all these situations wonderful
1: and that's a beautiful segue to you. Obviously, aren't there now? But moved to another
2: venue. Where? Where is that? And what is it called? <laughs> yeah, you're cheeky. You're cheeky. <laughs> so we moved. Uh, I think it was two years ago now to a, a, a school uh, called Askol Gumraig Kafili. I'm actually very good. Well done. I'm actually. I'm actually a governor of the school there. So if I if I wasn't able to pronounce the name, that would be really right. bad. <laughs> uh, it took me about a year to work that one out. Yeah, so um, we just found that the space we had was too small. Um, and uh, so we moved to this larger venue, which, which was just perfect, you know, uh, big car park. Uh, we were able to use all the classrooms we need. And uh, right. yeah, so that's us set up now for, for a while until we decide we want to go elsewhere. Uh, Wonderful, that's good uh, news. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, tell us a bit about what lockdown life's been like for you guys, then.
2: Yeah. The Challenges, some of the good stuff that's happened and taking place. Yeah, sure. So um, I think uh, a lockdown is—I mean, for all of us, it's just been—it's just been a crazy time, hasn't it? Um, it's been unexpected, and uh, it's stretched all of us in different ways. I think that's one of the things I've seen is when you're leading a church, you deal—as you guys know—you're dealing with lots of different people from lots of different walks of life Uh, and I think the pressures on uh, on people have been different at different times. Um, For us personally we've got two young kids so we've got Emily who's just turned two and Joshua who's just uh, turning six uh, in a few weeks Um, and so obviously when it was full-on lockdown they were at home all the time and I think on the first week we had the structure was amazing we did homeschool every morning you know we went out for these beautiful walks and uh, you know no tv no ipads and then after the second week i think it all just went to pot (laughs) uh, we've done really well i think for us personally um god has been so good to us you know he's kept us safe he's kept us healthy um and i think we've learned so many lessons during this time um I think for us personally, we've learned about the uh, the importance of family life um, and giving time to that. I think back before lockdown, you can just get caught up so easily with the, the busyness of life. Um, and so just to be told, right, you have to stay at home with your family for two two months. It's been a, one of the best things that's ever happened to us, really. Um And then as well as that, just to pause and to be able to step back um, uh, has has been good as well, you know, just to take time uh, away from the crowds and, you know, the busyness of life has been good. Um, For for the church, um, I mean, there's, uh, you know, many things have have happened. It's been, you know, it's been a journey for us. I think um, one of the biggest things for all of us was taking that big step of going online um, and uh, we always wanted to do that as a church but you know you're almost forced into a position of right let's just go public now with who we are what we're about let's let Kafili know that we are here. Yeah. Um, I remember having a, a good conversation with you Dave about when you guys first went live <laughs> um, but uh, yeah so uh, you know we've done that and that's been great because we've been able to reach a lot more people um and uh, you know over the months we've seen several more people added to us as a result of that
1: excellent that's great um, we've
2: seen you've been,
1: you've been doing Jess. you've been doing facebook live haven't you as your platform to to communicate yeah.
2: yes so we we already had quite a big following on facebook with some of the community work we've done in this area um so facebook's our main kind of like avenue if you like for that um we also put it on youtube as well but i mean probably similar to yourselves and and lots of churches you know you you've got we've gone from uh preaching if you like the word of god and the gospel to 40 50 people every sunday to suddenly getting views of 300 you know 400 and and that in itself is just opportunity and i think i don't want to go on but i think in these times of great challenge there's always just great opportunity you know yeah. uh, and that's I think that's the main thing that we're finding uh, is opportunity yeah. to reach out with the gospel uh, opportunity to reach out with the love of God um, and, and another big thing for the church has been um, it, it tests where your faith is at as well <laughs> Certainly. you know it's, it's easy to say you know the Lord provides but but when you're going through a challenge, or when you're going through a time where your job is threatened, you know rubber hits the road. What is it that I place my trust in? What is it that I place my faith in? What is it that I, you know, where do I place my hope? Uh, and I think for for all of us, in different ways, you know, um, the, the pressure will always expose, you know, where where we're at, you know, and what it is that is our grounding. Um, I think it's done that for myself it's done that for different people in the church in lots of different ways so uh, so god it's great days of opportunity <laughs> you
1: know they um, that scripture that says hope deferred makes the heart go faint and we all looked with a little bit of envy on Wales. they were a bit um sharper with their conditions and you seem to be doing so well and then news came on news at 10 Cofillian lockdown again. And and I think you might've been the first in Wales to experience a, a more severe lockdown. And so you kind of seem to emerge and then you're back into it again. But I, I'm sure, tell us something. That I, I'm sure, was it Kate and, and yourselves in the church, you, you've been doing something to try to foster community spirit and positivity and uh, yeah. just in, impact people. I, I've only seen a couple of snippets, but what tell, can you tell us something about that? Because yeah. it's great to hear. You're doing something to encourage the community.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to I got to give it to her. It's it's all my wife. My Kate has been the one that has done this incredible initiative over the last uh, few weeks, and it really was a god idea that uh, you know that she had. Uh, she simply, I think she I think she woke up one morning and she just thought of the the title or the phrase "Cheer up, Cofili. Um and as well as that, I think uh, she read in a newspaper uh, about the importance of. Uh, us keeping uh, positive uh, and, um, and and basically she just had this really simple idea which was running a campaign called Cheer Up Kefili. Uh The idea was, was that we would get kids and families to draw a, a simple smiley face and stick it in their window uh, and when they did that they would be entered into a competition uh, where they could win some freebies from local businesses. But the amazing thing was was she posted this thing and within a couple of days it had reached uh, about twenty-five thousand people yeah. wonderful which never happens um like and as well as that all the businesses just suddenly got on board with it so we had something like i don't know 50 60 businesses that were all willing to give away free brilliant we had stacks of stuff we were giving away um and uh and it was just a great success you know uh, lots of schools got involved and i think um you know, the wonderful thing about it was, was it just simply it, it was a, a message of positivity, a, a message of hope. Do you know what I mean, um, and and it's built links with loads of different people that we can now use uh, as a church, which has been great. So hats off to my wife. She was the one that made it happen, you know. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people in the world, you know, um, it, it may not be that they're, they're struggling with with a job or, or, or finance. There are people that are struggling significantly with those things and health. But as well as that, um, I think it's everywhere. There's a general mood of, you know, hopelessness, you know? And um, when, when lockdown started, the Holy Spirit spoke to us really clearly. He said, the word that people need to hear right now is is hope, you know? They need to know that there is a hope that you can put uh, your trust in. Um, so, you know, for us in Kefili, uh there's lots of different ways of doing that, you know? Um, so it may be through practical ways, uh, or through um, just speaking blatantly and clearly about Jesus yeah fantastic well done guys brilliant that what sounds you...
0: good you've actually in the whole course of that answered a bunch of questions that I already had in my head oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry mate. Sorry. <laughs> sorry mate. No, no, you, <laughs> you've uh, spoken so eloquently it's fantastic oh really um, yeah so you, you talked about how God spoke really clearly to you about hope um, can you just kind of flesh that out a little bit for us? How has God been speaking to you? Has he been speaking to you consistently over the last six or so months about that? How, how important has that been for you as a church? Has it been almost like a, a fresh um, revelation in some respects? How has that been for you guys?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think, um, I think I, I'm always challenged as to um, do I really believe the gospel? You know, <laughs> do I really believe that when when I look at the problems going on in the world today, do I do I truly have a conviction that Jesus is the answer? Um, and uh, I think that's uh, something I remind myself of of, of regularly, you know. Um, and I think what lockdown and all this has done for us is it's basically again just highlighted and reminded us again that, jesus really is the answer <laughs> to, to to every problem that you see you know and um and uh, i think one of the things that i've always said is if you're going to go and preach the gospel you need to have a conviction of it in your own life <laughs> Amen. Amen. And, and you need to believe it for yourself um and when you truly have a revelation of christ and you you truly uh are grateful and thankful for uh, for how he saved you and the hope that you have it's it's from that place that we are then able to go and speak to other people you know i mean the world the world today um they they know when you're when you don't truly believe what it is that is coming out of your mouth yeah. you know but when you can uh share things with people in such a genuine way that, that's why the power of testimony is is so amazing is because it's just simply sharing your story you know and um I think uh, for us, um, like I said earlier, there are many people in the church, even for me and Kate, uh, we've been challenged to say, is our hope truly in him? During lockdown, my mum was quite ill um, and um, it wasn't COVID related, but she was quite sick and she had to be in hospital for a while. Um, And uh, my mum has never been ill, you know, she's been healthy, you know, she's she's a solid rock, she is. Um, But it really challenges your faith when you when you go through things like that you know and uh, and it really again exposes us to as to what's in you and and praise god we were able to to trust god to to pray to believe to confess that she would be well and she was you know but yeah, it's, in, it's in those t- you know what it's like guys it's in those times of pressure do you know what yeah. i mean where 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 you're tested um, and uh, so for us you know um, i think it has been a time where you know, we've, be, we've been able to say, yes, Our hope we, we can base our hope in him. He is like, he is an anchor to us, you know? Yes, um, so I hope that answers your question. Right. Yeah, it's good.
0: Um, <laughs> how has it been for you kind of leading on your own? Yeah. You're kind of the, the sole, the sole guy or the sole couple, aren't you there? Yeah. Um, and to go through such a challenging time together, um, but also with a... Um, a burden in a good way not in a not in a bad way but carrying the burden of a church of uh, of however many people it is that you that you love and you want to pour out your life but then you've got a family to look after as well how, yeah. how has that been for for you yeah
2: i think um dur- during the last 6 months yeah uh, i think um I think I saw something on social media a while ago saying, pray for your pastors because they've never led a church through a pandemic before. And I thought, oh, so true. We've never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've never done this before. Um, I think f- thankfully in Kafili, we over the last four years, it's almost like God had, pre- he had prepared us for this time. You know, he, he brought us to a place where we were quite tight as a community already. Um, there was good relationships within the church there was a great sense of family I think over the last four years that's really what we've we've been building is a a great community uh, and family um, amongst us here so that has helped I think we have seen people really step up with meeting the needs you guys know leading in Southport there's nothing greater when you you hear that there's a need in the church and it's already been met by other people within the church even yeah. before you hear. I mean that is just the, the greatest joy when you hear things like that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think for any leader um, it can be a lonely place sometimes. Uh, you, you know you have got to make decisions and you and uh, Roger Aubrey always used to tell me no one knows what it's like to sit in the seat you're sitting in. Um, um, but thankfully. You know, we have great relationship with the guys in Cardiff. We have great relationship with the guys in Merthyr. Um, and uh, again, during this time over the last six months, friendships and covenant relationships are seen for what they are. You know, uh, who is the person that pops you a text you know what i mean who is the person that gives you a ring and and i've just been blessed with with my covenant brothers um from not just in this area in wales but all over the place do you know what i mean you know chatting with dave and you know i've had chats with loads of different people mick in swansea and david lyon and and i think again we don't realize how incredible it is what we've got you know the relationships that we have with one another and um, we have got we've got friends who have just joined the church in the last year and and that's one of the things that they've noticed is we're not just a network of churches <laughs> you know we're, we're uh we're not just a uh you know just a, another sh- stream of churches but there is this there's this real sense of covenant between us and that is seen during these times do you know what i mean yeah. uh, because with the encouragement and the, and the love and the uh uh, and the relationship that we have with one another. So, on one hand, yes, on the ground, we're by ourselves. We've got a great community here that support us and are involved, in, and different people have stepped up to help in lots of different ways. But as well as that, it's good to know that we're part of something uh, yes, a lot is. bigger, you know? Yes, it
1: is. <laughs> My brothers. It's a, it's a joy to walk in faith together,
2: Jess. Amen. <laughs> you know? Amen. And people like yourselves that you just feel, you know, I know I could pick up the phone anytime. Do you know what I mean? and I could speak to you. Uh, that's that That's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. yeah it is. Amen. Yeah, um, so uh, there's been so much gold to jazz, but we want more. <laughs> <laughs> we want more. So what kind of, uh, what would you say to the church um, as a, as a means of encouragement as uh, we press on for kingdom advance together?
2: Well, guys, I, I'm just so encouraged with when I look at uh, what's going on in Southport right now, um, you know, It's great when you look at a place and you think, I'd go there. (laughs) (laughs) And I think uh, I'm just so encouraged uh, with what's taking place there. Um, And uh, I was was thinking about this uh, chat we'd have today. And uh, it's a simple verse, but the verse came to mind in Galatians 6, verse 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I just, I just want to encourage you guys there that you're already seeing harvest, but I believe that there is um, much more to come, uh, and I believe that God wants to uh, bring a rise of faith to you uh, to again pray for the impossible, you know, to to dream for the for the unbelievable, because uh, there is so much more to come. And Amen. one of the things Kerry Jones is, says to me many, many times, all the time, he says, "Have a plan." Uh, work the plan, and then don't deviate from the plan, um, and he keeps coming back to that, all that he says, Jez, you've got to have a plan, he says, work that plan, and then don't deviate from the plan, and I would just encourage you guys with whatever it is that God has put on your heart to do, um, whatever it is that you have planned, do you know what I mean, coming up, just give yourself to that, because um, it's, there's a verse, I think, uh, in the Old Testament, I think it's talking about David, and it says, do whatever he has put in your heart to do, and um, and I just love that, you know, and I just want to encourage you guys, just keep going with what you're doing, because what you're doing is amazing. You know, the proclamation, the demonstration of the kingdom in that place, it, it's clearly having impact. And I just want to encourage you that, you know, I look at what's happening there uh, and I'm inspired uh, and I'm encouraged. Uh, so, yeah, so praise God, man. So I just hope praise that God. encourages you guys, you know, really. It's yeah. nice.
1: Jez. Listen, we, um, we're a praying church we appreciate those words and we're a praying church and we want to as a church be praying for for those in particular that we're in 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 gap covenant relationships sharing life sharing our journey of faith what what can we as a church the community church pray for the kafili church at this time and and for you personally
2: yeah i think um i appreciate that I really do appreciate that um at the moment we're having um we seem to be having a lot of opportunity to to pray for those who are not saved and seriously ill. Um, and for me, when um, people are open to prayer, especially when it comes to those kind of sicknesses, um, it's an open door. Uh, I just wanna pray. Uh, we believe we're already anointed with the Holy Spirit, but we but we wanna see uh, miracles. We want to move in a greater dynamic of healing. Um, and uh, I just believe that uh, Miracle Signs and Wonders are adverts for the Lord, you know? Um, and and uh, we really are shifting our focus at the moment to to getting on with what we're really here for, which is to reach out with the gospel. Um, so, so pray for the church as well, that um, that God, the Holy Spirit would just set hearts on fire with a passion to reach out to the lost, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, we wanna see people saved. We wanna see the church grow. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to be leading you know this church in 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 five years time and still have you know yeah. 40 50 people um, yeah, so yeah. for growth so I really I would really appreciate that guys thank you that's great yeah. now thank before before we go I've got I gotta big you guys up because uh you know This Dave, be
1: edited, you know no,
2: <laughs> no, <it's>, nobody picks <laughs> us up <laughs> so firstly Dave I mean all I've got to say about Dave is that you're the most genuine guy I know and there aren't many people you can phone up and you can just share anything with but like i've no, i don't even know how long i've known you for now, Dave. but because i used to, i used to live in manchester and uh, we came over to southport a few times yeah. um so dave i just want to say thank you for being always a solid rock for me always encouraging and then harry uh so i went to the philippines a few years ago um and um harry had just come back from um uh, working there i believe for a while anyway we were teaching a bunch of students out there we arrived we were only there for a week and we were going to be teaching but all of these students were just like have you met teacher harry he's he's amazing <laughs> he, he's just so awesome he's brilliant do you know him do you know him he was this celebrity you know anyway we, we did our we did our week's teaching and uh we thought we did a good job do you know what i mean but even at the end of the week they were still talking about <laughs> <Teacher> Harry. <laughs> and they were still saying about how amazing he was i had never met you then uh, but then i remember meeting you a bible week one, one week and I, it was yeah. like meeting a celebrity so uh, you guys so dave you got gold right did, there. did you get his autograph <laughs> no i need it <laughs> equality quality people you know quality people and give our love to the church to, to yeah. jeff and the guy we
1: will do. you know Jess, you you mentioned early on um that you and kate had done work at in, in children's work you, you learned so much, but there there are generations of young people, my own family, who we, I used to come and press my face against the window because I wasn't allowed in the room because of security. Um, I didn't think I had a badge, but which would have allowed me, but I pressed my face against the window. And I remember, I remember one year in particular, and you guys had constructed an olympic running track around your thing it was the most sensational experience but it represented something to to me in the early years of knowing you is that you just gave your best and you give your best to inspire and encourage other people to connect with each other and connect with god in their faith and and you left a deposit in young people they will remember that forever wherever they are and it becomes something that the holy spirit can work with jez and i believe that just right now in the same way with the same heart and spirit same faith you're impacting and influencing your neighborhood and there will be generations here as well who will remember all of those things and um and we know this if there's anybody who is listening to this or if this gets into the edit it's uh, a lovecafilly.com and they are, are an amazing people, an amazing family church. Lovecafelee.com. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Look them up, please, if What's you're up? if you're listening somewhere into this.
2: Oh, thanks, thanks, Dave, thanks, guys. It's good stuff. I'm I'm encouraged, man. I'm encouraged. Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. Appreciate it. I think we should pray for Jez. I think so. But Father, I just want to thank you for Jez. Yeah. I thank you for. Um, for your light and your life that uh, lived so clearly in him. I thank you that he is a man of your presence and a man that is chasing after your heart. I thank you that he has a heart for other people and that it's not about um, getting bums on seats. It's not about just growth for growth's sakes, but it's growth so that your kingdom can advance and your love can spread throughout Caerphilly and be an influence in Wales and the wider world as well. I thank you for um, his faithfulness I thank you for his passion. And Lord, I just pray that in the coming days, you would increase his capacity, you would increase his, his wisdom, that you would increase his creativity so that they can continue pressing on and doing a great job. I thank you for the things that you have placed in his heart. And Father, I pray that he would be able to go and see those things take place in these days. I pray that you would raise up more people within that community of people. Yes. that they would be a shining yes. light, a city on a hill for that, that region of Kafili where Amen. they go, whatever that is, I want to be a part of it. Yes. And they, they see the goodness of God. I pray that there yes. would be these adverts of your glory as healing takes place, as prophetic words come, as miracles, sign and wonder come to be a mark of that church. So, Father, Amen. we pray for that. I pray your blessing, your commanded blessing, upon that community and i pray for jazz for I'm kate cool. for their children as well that they would know your goodness that they would know your blessing in right. jesus name amen amen,
2: amen. Ah. amen. Thank you guys really appreciate that
0: thanks for listening to this episode of the community church podcast for more information about the community church and what they do please visit communitychurch.org.uk we'll see you next time